Welcome to Church Unscripted. Uh, it's a new ministry at Brookside Church where we're trying to take a deeper dive into the conversations we're having here on Sunday mornings. Uh, if you want to subscribe to us, if you want to keep up with these conversations, you can find us on our website at brookside.org. You could also find us on YouTube at Brookside Church FW. Um, and we hope that you'll subscribe and you'll take a look and you'll go deeper with us each week as we do take this deeper dive. We thought the best time to start this set of conversations is uh, at the launch of a new sermon series we're doing called Holy Spirit, a topic that is undoubtedly uh, controversial, confusing, um, something that it's difficult to really nail down. And so we thought this is the best time to do this. I have with me David Johnson, as well as John Mueller, who is here to help me with this conversation. And we're going to just jump right in and talk about the message that uh, John delivered this last weekend, uh, talking about how we are informed that we have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So thank you for your time today and thank you for joining us. Uh, I want to ask a question. You know, one of the things, John, that you said that I really liked um, was you said the Spirit's, uh, the Spirit's gifts uh, are the power of God to serve like Jesus. And you kind of wrapped in the Trinity to that. Tell us a little bit more, how is the gifts that the Spirit gives each of us as a believer, um, how does the power of God work through those to impact the world around us? Well, I mean, when you use your gifts, that gives God glory, right? I mean, it's not your own glory that you're receiving. And also when your gifts are used, people are able to see God work outside of what they expect. Um, if you look on Sunday, we were in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and the beginning of that, it says specifically, varieties of gifts and the same spirit and there are varieties of service in the same Lord and varieties of activities, but the same God that empowers it all. Yep. And that's where the spiritual gifts are the power of God to serve like Jesus because it's the yeah. whole Trinity that's working through you. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is the activator of those gifts. Yeah. And so people are able to see that. So what you're trying to tell us is that, you know, when we activate or when we live in the gifts that the Spirit gives us, then the things that we saw Jesus do in the Gospels, the things that we saw the Holy Spirit do in the book of Acts in the early church, those are the same kind of things that we can expect to see happen in the community that we serve in. Is that something that you've seen too, David? Yeah, I feel like whenever I'm using my gifts to serve people, I like to say I feel the smile of God on me. Like there's yeah, something that happens when you use your spiritual gift to serve others and to ultimately glorify the the father that it's just, it feels like a smile. There's an un, unexplainable joy that I find when I use my gifts for service. So yeah. Yeah. It's just something that's outside of you mm -hmm. that you feel is just as real as anything else, but it's hard to describe, hard to explain. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. Um, one of the things that you mentioned in your message, John, is, um, it, it surprised me. It really did. It's it's a lot of people. <laughs> surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a lot of people don't know that they have a spiritual gift, even if they call themselves Christians, a born again follower of Jesus. Uh, why don't you think people know they have a spiritual gift? Well, I think one, we tend to not think of ourselves as spiritual people. Yeah, and we tend to, you know, think that everything is something natural. We have some excuse. Well, I've developed this talent or something like that. Well, in reality, that's God working in your life. Yeah. And the spiritual gift has been given. So you couldn't do anything without God, but we think of it as like, oh, we, we can do this or we can do that. Um, I also think that in some ways, maybe we're a little bit afraid of our spiritual gifts. Hmm. To what, what, what does that mean? What do you mean? Just afraid, just, a, of, just afraid of like the fact that maybe God would use us in some great way. Yeah. 
you know, because it would require change on our part. It's and the it would unknown. Require, yeah, it's yeah. the unknown. Yeah, I mean, no. it's the unknown yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Like, when is the Holy Spirit going to work in my mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. You know, I have this gift of, say, mercy. Oh, how am I going to use that? And what does that look mm-hmm. like? And so, so I think that's something that we're sometimes not aware of. Um, I also think, and, and I shared a little bit about this on Sunday, is I think we look at certain gifts higher than we do other yeah. gifts. Mm-hmm. And so those of us that have gifts that maybe aren't as public, yep, yep, we don't think we have gifts, but yet we all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. No, I like that a lot. Um, so, so David, so you... I don't, I don't know if like your gift, it has to, it fits into one of the lists of the spiritual gifts in scripture. Um, but if, if I was just observing you on a Sunday morning, I would say you've got the spiritual gift of, you know, worship or leadership and I'm not sure right now exactly what that one is in those mm-hmm. lists, but you have a spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. When did you discover you had that spiritual gift? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know if I would say I had a specific moment, but I think... Growing up, my parents always kind of affirmed in me leadership and um, and people that I knew, youth leaders, um, pastors, would just kind of confirm certain things in my life, or or I would, like I said, like I would I would begin to do something, and I'd be like, wow, this feels different than if I were doing something else, and so I think for me, it's more of a constant. Uh, a constant finding of what my, my gift is and how to use that better. Because I think, I think people confirm that in you and then you can also feel that when you use it. Um, yeah. So I guess that's how I would, yeah, I would explain it. And it's like over the years, it's just been further confirmed Mm -hmm. further affirmed by other people. Yeah. And, and just because you had a gift, uh, that didn't mean you can just sit there and live in it. You had to mm-hmm. hone it. You had to be yeah. trained in it. You yeah. had to increase the skill of it. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you think that's one reason why people, even if they feel they have a spiritual gift, aren't living fully in it? Because it honestly takes a lot of hard work mm-hmm. to have your spiritual gift be fully impactful. Mm-hmm. Is it, am I speaking heresy I, there? I think it takes a lot of vulnerability. What do you mean by like, vulnerability? Because like John was saying, you're almost scared. Like you don't know what's going to happen. And so when you're, when you're exploring your gift and you're, you're trying to figure out, you know, what, what is the Holy Spirit trying to lead me in? Um, we get kind of afraid. And so the vulnerability is us just opening up and saying, I'm okay trying something new. I'm okay maybe feeling uncomfortable or awkward or if I feel called to do this thing, it's, it's more so just being okay with saying, I'm, I'm unsure about this and yeah. being honest with the, with the Lord about it. I think that yeah. that really helps. So, so even though John informed us this weekend that, that we <laughs> have a spirit, you? you did. No, it was great. I loved it. You informed us that as followers of Jesus, we have been given a spiritual gift. There's all kinds of scripture that supports that, that conclusion. What you're saying is that for us to step into that gift to see it have its impact. Mm-hmm. We've got to cross over some kind of a barrier or hurdle of discomfort or confusion or yeah. the well, unknown. What if, what if I use my gift and I fail? Does yeah. that mean that my gift is useless or that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter? I think there is like an element of that for all of us as humans to mm-hmm. say, okay, well, you know, I took the spiritual gift survey and it says that I'm, you know, merciful or whatever. Yeah. And 
I'm not, I, I end up in a situation where I'm not merciful. Right. Does that mean I'm a failed well, follower of Christ? And I, th- I think there's a measure of humility that has to come with it yeah. because those moments are the times where it's not my power, God, but it's your power mm-hmm. in me, you know, going back to what we started with mm-hmm. in the discussion. I mean, so if we're not humble about it, sometimes God is going to correct us mm-hmm. and teach us through that. Mm-hmm. And, and even seeing people affirm that gift and continue to, to encourage you is part of the Holy Spirit working through other believers yeah. in your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that relates to something he said this weekend, an analogy he gave about uh, soccer. Uh, <laughs> and, and the fact that you really have to wear cleats in order to play soccer well. And I remember when I played soccer, it was only like for a semester and then I got cut from the team, I think. Uh, it didn't turn out very well. Uh, I, here's what I remember. I learned how to play the game of soccer. Um, I even had the right clothes. I understood which goal I needed to try to kick a, a soccer ball into to score a goal. And I had this desire in me to win for the team, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I never could kick a goal into the actually make a goal one because I was not good at all but the other reason is there's a couple of games I never had any cleats and so I was just wearing my gym shoes out on this wet grass on this field and I was sliding everywhere Um, and that that proved to me that it, it doesn't matter how much I want to win for the team it doesn't matter how much I understand the nature of the game if I don't have the right gear or the right power to actually get wins then it, then it doesn't really matter. And I, I get the impression that's kind of how spiritual gifts work. Mm-hmm. They're like the cleats that allow you to score goals for the kingdom. Yeah, I, I, I would totally agree. I mean, we are equipped in that space, but even mm-hmm. if you have cleats, mm-hmm. it still requires time and talent and there's things that take time to develop. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, when you look at your life and you may say, I'm 20 years old, what gifts could I have? Or maybe I'm 60 and I've never used my gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, those are both opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. strap on the cleats. Yeah. Look at your gifts and start trying to use them. Be intentional yeah. about them. Use them once a week or try even more and just mm-hmm. think about ways you can use those gifts um, for God's glory yeah. in, in ways that other people can't. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I love that. Mm. Um, one, one of the things that you, your question that you asked uh, it was kind of a hard question to hear. It's a humbling question. Um, you asked this a very pointed, direct question. Why are you not using your gifts? And it was an assumption, of course. And it's the, the fact is, it's not everybody listening is not using their gifts. A lot of them are. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who, who are followers of Jesus who have just been informed that they have a spiritual gift, but they're not using their gift. What would you guys say is, is the biggest hangup or hurdle to people, especially in the church, to not use their gift. I'm gonna let David take this oh, one right geez. away. No, no. Do you, do you have something? I I, I got plenty. Go, go ahead. I got plenty. Go ahead. So I'm I think I think I think my biggest thing about why we don't use our gifts has to do with the fact of things we've already mentioned, but also even more like it's it's unknown. It's mysterious. The Holy mm. Spirit moves as it wills, and so we're just like. Is it going to work this time? I feel God's prompting to talk to this person or pray with this person in yeah. in the grocery store. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know them. Why, why, God? Why are you telling me to do this? And by then, the opportunity's already gone because mm-hmm. we've second guessed it. And I think that's sometimes how we don't use our gifts. We're like this close to using them, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we freeze mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, this is scary. I don't know what I'm going to do. I was I was going to say something similar to that, where I think a lot of times we don't use it because we're afraid of judgment. Like, yeah. oh, you're, you're weird and you, 
and you do that thing or like, you know, talking to somebody in a grocery store or having a conversation with somebody or serving someone, like sometimes that can be weird. And I think sometimes we often, we, we, it's pretty wrong, but we put on a face sure. and we put on a, we yeah. put on, especially in the church, we put on a church face. We come here, everything's good. Everything's great. Um, but then we're like, oh, I feel prompted to do this thing, uh, utilize this gift. And we're like, well, but people are going to think I'm weird or I'm one of those spiritual crazies or, you know, whatever. So I think there's a lot of yeah. fear of judgment in, yeah. in lack of using our gifts. Well, and I think there is one other thing that I, I, I was thinking about on, on Sunday was sometimes we have this aversion because other people have different gifts than us. Mm. And so we think our gift is the best gift. Mm -hmm. And so we don't use our gift or we used our gift once and someone bullied us mm. against using our gift because, oh, they're, they're really good at this other thing. Mm. And they made us feel terrible about using our gift that was different, you know, mm. but we all fit together. You know, there's so many different, there's a variety mm. of gifts. And so I think, I think one of the things that's most beautiful about how I see the gifts uh, of the spirit is they're, they're completely varied, but they all fit together. Like we need mm -hmm. all of them. And so like, if we have that reality, um, of them all fitting together, I think the question, why are you not using your gift is, do we really want to be a church or a, a people group mm -hmm. somewhere that does not use all of our gifts? We need everybody. We yeah. don't need mm -hmm. somebody's. Right. Yeah. We need everybody's. Yeah. It says in, uh, in verse, seven it says to each is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good so that that fits yeah it's like you're speaking scripture over yeah. here or something and i tell you what I, I think once that kind of a verse gets into our soul mm. then we have the motivation we need to get out of what people call our comfortable complacency mm. uh, our consumer mentality and step into the gifts so that we can see we're being an impact for the community around us and um you know i just i just love how practical these gifts are mm. um um like some of the people I love hanging out the most are the people who have the gift of hospitality. And when they invite you into their home, they make you feel warm and welcome like you're part of the family. Um, they make you want to come back uh, and they thrive off of being with people. Mm. And I love hanging out with those kinds of people. And I, I want to be more like that, right? And so that, I mean, guys, we're just scratching the surface on what it means to live in the Holy Spirit or to have the Holy Spirit live in us, which Jesus promises uh, we have when we become believers in him. Um, but we're just scratching the surface. It's, you know, I, I know that I've got primary gifts that God has given me, but there's also places that says I should strive for all the gifts. Like, even if I say I don't have the gift of hospitality, I should try to be more hospitable. Yeah. If I don't, if I'm not always comfortable with serving in different capacities, mm -hmm. I should still try to be more of a servant. So these are all kinds of questions. Like, do we have to have all the gifts or just some of the gifts? What about some of the more charismatic gifts? Like, do, can we still speak in tongues? <laughs> what does the gift of prophecy even mean? You know, can I lay my hands on somebody and heal them? Is that a legit gift today? Mm. So we've got a long way to go and um, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Well, and, and one thing I just want to add, because I think you made a good point there is we have to work on all our gifts and so sometimes the things that we're least gifted at are things that God's also telling us to work on. Mm, absolutely. You know? yeah. And that actually is sometimes an indicator of where we're yeah. at with all our gifts yeah. Yeah. is the ones that we're struggling with the most. Mm. 
Absolutely. Well, I just know that this set of conversation is going to upend a lot of us, which is a good thing. It's going to challenge me. Hopefully it challenges you guys and everybody part of the Brookside community and anybody else who is watching this um, online. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been Church Unscripted, where we dive deeper into the conversations we're having on Sunday mornings. Thank you again for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to our channel on YouTube. You can find us at uh, Brookside Church FW, and you can find us on our website at brookside.org. Thanks again for being with us. See you later.